it's a Monday and it is so good to have a podcast to share with you guys again. Super excited for this one. It's a very, very different one. We've got a full, proper, normal, I guess you could say, episode coming out tomorrow. That is the 3rd of May, Tuesday. Um, But today, the episode is with a guest that we've had on before, Sophie Ash. She's only 25 and she's made a surprising decision and announcement. So I won't spoil anything. Let's just get into it. Now, uh, flicking through the Where Do We Begin Instagram page very recently, I saw a very, very recent and very young guest uh, made a bit of an announcement. Didn't make a big hoo-ha, big kerfuffle about it, but... Sophie Ash, firstly, I'd like to thank you very much for coming back onto the show. And secondly, can you tell us about this announcement that you've made and tell us about the decision? Thank you. Um, yeah, retirement. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, first of all, it was quite a tough decision uh, and it was something that I didn't really expect. Uh, but it's only just really recently that I've announced that I'm yeah, going to stop mogul skiing um, competitively, but I'll still ski just for fun. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's there's not much to say about it really. Um, I think it is what it is uh, and there are other things I want to do uh, with my time and move into a different area of my life. So. So that's the big reason behind it. You're just not quite as motivated yeah. as you were. Yeah, um, I think it was quite a big four years, uh, and I have been doing the sport for over ten years. Uh, and I think uh, I just, I was getting, I was having a lot um, of of thoughts about the sport and kind of uh, just the work. And there's obviously a lot of sacrifices you have to make to be at the highest level. Uh, and I just realized that, um, I think I wanted to, I didn't want to make sacrifices anymore. And I wanted to start, uh, doing other things. Uh, cause I, I've always had my other, um, hobbies, uh, or my, you know, have my art making and I have, I had other goals, um, like further study I wanted to do and work I wanted to do that wasn't really sport related. And, uh, I just figured it was just time to do that, um, yeah, it's just felt right, I think. So I was having a look. I saw we first spoke yeah. on the podcast <laughs> on the 14th of February, just earlier this year. Were you yeah. thinking about then? Did you know then? It was not really. I think at that point I was pretty, like, I was on the high of the Olympics and stuff. Uh, and I was kind of like, yeah, like, I'll go again. And I'm really pumped. And I think the more I've settled into life at home, uh, in Melbourne and I'm studying, uh, and my study has been very, very full on. Uh, and I think I just kind of made the decision, um, fairly recently, um, and actually said it out loud to myself. <laughs> yeah. So when did you first say it out loud to yourself? Are we talking days, weeks? Yeah, probably weeks, I'd say. Okay. And weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did, did you talk with your family about it or was it completely of your own volition? It was it was a bit of both. I think it was mainly it started with me uh, and just feeling like, oh, you know, do I want to go back and start training? Does the thought of that feel appealing? Uh, and at the time it was like, no, not necessarily right now. Um, 
but I think then I just thought a bit more about it. Um, and then I talked to my family about it a bit too. Um, and they've been really supportive. Uh, I think they just want, um, me to do whatever I feel like I need. Uh, and also my sister, like, I think she is still competing. Uh, and she obviously wants to go again and go to the next games and all that. Um, she, uh, I think it was quite an interesting conversation to have with her um, because she's still in it and I'm leaving it, but I think it was good to talk about it. Yeah. I remember so. last time we spoke about the Olympic hangover kind of thing. Yeah. You were still on the, on the high at that point, as mm-hmm. you said, just a couple of minutes ago, but yeah. do you reckon the decision you made and this kind of crash back down to earth uh, post-Olympics, a couple months after now, maybe three months after, do you reckon they're linked? Uh, yes, I think so. I think, uh, for a long time it was pretty steady emotionally. Uh, like you'd have the goal, but it would feel like it wouldn't feel real. Uh, and I think getting there was the extreme high of, you know, any career you'd have the, going to the Olympics is like the, feels like the epitome. And I think maybe on some level, knowing that I'd done that kind of made me feel like I could rest and be like, well, I've, I've achieved that. And that's like my life goal. And I think maybe, yeah. Um, to answer your question, which actually I'm not really sure if I really did, but, (laughs) um, yeah, I think yes, for sure. Well, there, there have been a few cases over the years and decades in lots of sports of people retiring, and then maybe regretting a bit and then coming back. Yeah. Do you reckon yeah. is that off the table or uh, do you reckon that could happen? There's a faint <laughs> glimmer of hope. I don't know. That's such a tough one. I'm not sure. Um, I think, well, who knows? <laughs> we'll but see. you're not ruling it out. It's, it's a possibility. It could be. It could be. I know I'll do other events, but I don't know if I'll do World Cup or, again, but maybe I'll come back in a different way. Ooh. Not sure. Ooh, okay. Um, so <laughs> yeah. other events. Tell me about the other events. Yeah. Um, well, other sports in 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 a snow sports that you could do um, potentially. Uh, just like representing my university, I think that's a big one because they they give me so they've given me a lot over my career. Uh, they've supported me uh, in the gym uh, and they've, you know, I've worked with a few people who just like kept me going through the tough times. And I think I really want to give back to the university, um, University of Melbourne uh, and just do some, represent them. Yeah. Is there anyone specific at University of Melbourne that you'd like to give a little shout out to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, there is. Uh, Brendan Parnell. Um, he is a... Um, He's the elite um, athlete. Uh, I'm sorry, Brendan. I'm not sure what your role actually is, but he's just the guy you go to if you um, are in the elite athlete program at the University of Melbourne um, and you kind of need to do stuff with study or you just need someone to talk to, um, he's there. Um, And then Tony Sefton, who's the former um, strength and conditioning coach of the elite athlete program, um, he was there um, giving me programs uh, and just working really collaboratively to get me to the, you know, where I wanted to go, especially when I wasn't in the national team, that those guys were really supportive and they still are now, even when I'm, well, I guess I'm retired now, I'm still going to 
probably go to them for assistance and things like that. Um, but yeah, those guys. And then just other guys who, um, other student athletes who like my friend Amy and Mizan, these are um, guys who did karate with me. Um, yeah, they're really cool. Um, and they're just people, everyone, the vibe, the vibe that you're building in this community is just great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sounds absolutely awesome. Now, a question I've got to ask if, if someone was going to write up a, a little article, a little piece about your mogul skiing career, what would you like that little piece or article to say about you? Yeah, that's a really tough one. I think perhaps that it is, I think maybe in mogul skiing, it feels like it's a very individual sport, but uh, when you actually think about it in a big picture sense, it's all about community and every single person has a role um, in the sport, um, just like the, you know, the team, uh, culture and working towards a goal and, you know, putting things in place to reach that goal. Um, so it's really hard to say that's just the first thing that comes to mind, honestly, with the career. Cause I think it would be on some level, I think I like to advocate for, you know, individuality and people having their own path and having, a kind of a liberal, a liberal approach to, um, you know, um, auto- autonomous approach to sport and be your own person, but also um, appreciating the big picture and the teamwork involved and just people around you. Uh, so I'm not really sure if that answers your question either. Very vague, but that's kind of what I think I'd write about. What about achievements-wise? Is, is there a particular goal that you reached or something amazing that you feel really proud of? Yeah, um, I think I'm just, I'll just be really proud of um, just my my uh, persistence getting to the Olympics, uh, all the hard work that I um, uh, went through to achieve that and just, I think, just being, existing in that space, you know, being being in the team and just being able to overcome anything that really came at me. Uh, from sport and from you know all angles of life I guess I think it's just yeah the big the big picture um yeah the achievements uh your own personal goals and reaching your personal goals feels really good um and just sharing that with other people is really good too yeah and one last thing specifically on the mogul skiing side of things I'm really interested to know the process of going to the higher-ups and telling the people that need to know that you're going to retire and you're going to leave the sport so uh, how how do you do that can you fill me on that process yeah sure um so basically I sent a first of all I kind of decided on my own I didn't tell anybody necessarily um I just wanted to make sure that I had like reflected enough in myself before I shared um I told uh a few of my coaches that I was kind of thinking but I wasn't entirely sure what my next step would be and just I needed a bit of a break to think about it. Uh, and then when the time came and I decided I wrote and you write like a formal email and it just kind of says that, you know, you're officially uh, stepping away from the sport and you kind of have to include all, um, all the people who are in the administrative team um, who, you know, run uh, everything. Uh, Cause I'm on a sports scholarship. Uh, so they obviously um, give you, Amount, an amount of time for resources and things like that, like mental health resources in the gym uh, before you're officially 
off the team and you can't access them anymore. Um, so obviously transitioning is quite hard um, from sport to kind of normal life. But yeah, I did that, had an email, everyone was informed. And then I kind of just went from there and I talked to my coaches a bit about the decision. Uh, kind of like we got on the same page about just, there wasn't really much to say about it. I think it was, it's pretty self-explanatory because it's been a, a long kind of journey uh, and any decision is there's no wrong or right decision or right time to do it. So it's kind of just up to you. So yeah. Um, and that's what happened. And then there was, I had got a medal um, at the Snow Australia awards and that was just to recognize uh, my kind of my career and, you know, uh, representing Australia and at the Olympics and yeah. And then that was kind of the end, end really. Um, so Normally, I think if there was some, um, perhaps an Olympic event and you retire before that, then not sure what the process would have been, but it's still, you know, you still have to inform everybody and kind of go through a transition phase. Um, and, and yeah, like there is, um, there, as I said, facilities for mental health. Like I know I'm talking to a, um, a transitional um, psychologist, which they provide for you, the um, NSWIS provides for you um, for free. Um, and that's just um, to get through kind of some, queries you have about it um or you know some people have a really really tough time transitioning uh, and i can also go to the the gym uh the um uh, victorian institute of sport which is in melbourne i can still go there if i like and i can still get programs and you know or talk to the snc coaches about anything i want to do for the next um i don't know i think it's a year six months to a year um yeah so that's what's happened what kind of questions have you been asking and conversations have you been having with the was it the transitional coach or the transitional psychologist sorry can you yeah. talk to talk to us a bit about that yeah sure um i think first of all just adjusting to the different lifestyles like with with sport you're very you're on the road it's very fast paced there's a lot of there's a lot at stake it's very kind of intense and then you have these periods where you go away for a few months and then you come home back to your, you know, where you live and you're with your family and it's very calm and you don't do a whole lot normally. You just relax, have a holiday, um, and then you go back again and kind of go back to work. Um, and it's on one level, it's very, uh, it's exciting. It's quite enjoyable. There's a lot of thrills with competition and kind of things like that. Uh, but I think it's been quite challenging to come back and not, have those kind of highs and lows so it feels quite like everything's a lot more stable uh which is good but also bad because it feels you know it's almost boring you know as uh, the not the right word but it's quite there's not that kind of um adrenaline you know uh so I think adjusting to that and just figuring out where you know how to fit in things in your life that you never had time for and now you do you have all this time now so uh that's just figuring that out and uh, relationships and people uh, come and go and maybe people you relied on during your career um, no longer, you know, no longer relate to or the other way around. Maybe now you can cultivate friendships you never thought of because now you have time and things like that. So that's kind of like the kind of the vibe with that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe nothing can quite match the adrenaline of going Downhill, downhill at the Olympics, but do you have anything that you can do just in normal life as a quotation marks regular person to get a bit of an <laughs> adrenaline rush? 
Yeah, I do. I do um, still work out. I still like to. I like bouldering, rock climbing. That's a new hobby of mine. Uh, and I do like bike riding and running. Um, but I haven't been. I haven't been in the gym and done any formal workouts for quite a long time. So I should probably do that. But I think those just that and maybe relaxing into life and not rushing and just yeah, like talking to people and going doing things like that is yeah social yeah <laughs> and looking ahead as we come to the end is there a, a set out path that you can kind of see yourself going down in the future like kind of plans that you have in mind or are you kind of taking it all as it comes at the moment yeah I'm kind of taking it all as it comes I'm trying to be very present and just get used to uh, the life I'm leading and what that looks like now uh, but I do, yeah, um, still want to be involved in sport and uh, I do want to stay connected with this that community that I've been in for like 10 years or more. So we're all a family essentially. Uh, so, yeah, probably do stuff with that um, and just do doing my study, doing my um, – I want to do teaching and one day, you know, teach, coach, some things like people-related, help people kind of reach their goals like I had when I was – you know, growing up and things like that. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds very exciting. Uh, look forward to seeing Sophie Ash, the teacher, in action. But unless there's – is there anything else you'd like to say before we wrap up about your career as a whole or things you want to do in the future or retirement in general? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess I'd just like to say, um, yeah, well, thank you for, the, um, for interviewing me. But also um, I think – Retirement, it's its so interesting. I think it's like that with anything and it's relatable to a lot of people and they're, you know, going from one thing to another and it can be quite challenging. But I think maybe not rushing through it and just being aware of how you feel and having people who support you is very important, I guess. Uh, but um, like that with anything in life, yeah. So it's not just an athlete thing. It's like, a you know, I am moving from a job to, you know, not working or the other way around or I'm, you know, leaving a partner or I'm, you know, whatever, doing something new and it's moving to a different country. Yeah. It's oh, Sophie, yeah. Uh, as always, you've been very generous with your time. So thank you very much for coming back on the podcast. Congratulations on your mogul scan career. should be super proud of it and uh, all the best for your future. I'm sure we'll talk sometime soon. Yeah. Thank you, Harper. Cool. Thanks. Thank <laughs> you.